0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. (laughs) I mean, what am I supposed to say? We'll talk about Tage Thompson coming up, if it's uh, any surprise to you. Coming up on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Locked On Sabers. Your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Sabers podcast, making us your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including our YouTube channel if you want to watch the show, you can do it there. Sneaky Joe DiBiase, following one of the most fun games we'll ever get to recap here on the show, nine to four Sabers over the Blue Jackets, and we're going to talk a lot about Tage Thompson on today's episode. Records all over the place, left and right. You can't—I mean, you can't get enough of the history that Thompson set uh, on Wednesday night in Columbus. It truly was one of the most impressive individual performances I have ever seen by a Buffalo Sabre. It may have been the most impressive I've ever seen by a Buffalo Sabre. Uh, So Thompson, some of the records that he set and also trying to figure out a comparison for an athlete in sports that had a similar type of story, a similar type of development from where he was an afterthought to superstar. I think we have to start saying, superstar when we start saying Thompson, not even just star. Uh, also, he's got a little bit of a chase going on. A couple of updated NHL awards um, odds that are interesting from the Sabres perspective. Uh, that's coming up on today's show as well. At Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter at Locked on Sabres to follow the podcast account. Might have take a tea break here and there throughout today's show. There is tea break number one. Uh, anyways. Anyways, Still dealing, still dealing with a little bit of a voice voice thing here. Five freaking goals! Can you believe it? Five goals, and I mean, of course, it happened so quickly. And hopefully, for your sake out there, you are a streamer like me and didn't have to deal with the freeze that went uh that happened with the um with the TNT broadcast on cable because that was happening to people. But if you had uh, the app open, like I did, then you were fine on that front and you, uh, you were able to see the entire thing. If you didn't, maybe you missed the first couple of goals because it happened Fast, The Sabres, right out of the gates. Dylan Cousins, 321 into the period. Tage Thompson, 532 into the period. Rasmus Dahlin, 728. Thompson, 750. Thompson, 1222. Thompson, 1640. Of course, Thompson, Thompson, Thompson. Natural hat trick uh, in the first period to end the first period. So, let's start with Thompson. We gotta. We gotta start with Thompson. Some of the records and some of the history that he set in this game against the Blue Jackets, five goals and one assist, six points. Five goals that is tied for the most in a game ever by a Buffalo Saber, tying Gilbert Perreault. Four goals in a period, four goals in the first period that is tied for the most in NHL history by anybody. Uh, five go- point five points in a period is a Buffalo Saber record. Second fastest in NHL history to four goals to start a game. Uh, he did it in. 16 minutes and 40 seconds to get the four goals. Uh, what else do we got Th- Thompson? I mean, it, there's so many records that he set so much history that he set for himself and he did it on national television. And by the way, this is Thompson's second six point game of the season. And he did that earlier one against the Pittsburgh Penguins on national television. So He's having these games, and he's he's doing it in front of the world. I mean, I don't know how many people across the country are watching Sabres and Blue Jackets on a Wednesday night, but more people than would be watching it if it were on MSG. By the way, that was another stat, another history Thompson said, Third Sabre ever to have multiple six-point games for a career, not even just in a season, not even just in a month-and-a-half stretch in a career, he's only the third, third Sabre to have multiple six-point games, the other two being Bear Perot and Pat LaFontaine. So, if we were to go through uh, my Explain Yourself segment, which we haven't done in a little bit here uh, on the podcast, one thing that I was t- tweeting last night was that Tage Thompson uh, is better than Jack Eichel. And... I was, for the most part, doing that to be funny and, you know, doing that for the clicks. I'll admit it up front because I knew all the likes that I would get. I knew all the retweets that I would get. And because it's a popular thing to say right now, I also kind of believe it. Doesn't everybody else? Thompson is playing as well right now as Eichel ever did. And I think it's fair to say right now that Tage Thompson is a better player than Jack Eichel. Uh, By the way, Twitter. Was so fun last night to be on. If you, uh, you know, if you're not getting, if you're not being annoyed with uh, some old curmudgeons uh, yelling about analytics, if you're not one of those guys, which, man, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. Um, but, anyways, Twitter was fun last night. Twitter was awesome. Just people freaking out as Thompson's climbing the scoring table and the national media responding to it sports center grabbed onto it comparing him to clay thompson i mean you just you had a lot of fun stuff uh that was going on in social media it was definitely a fun time to have twitter and uh, be on sabers twitter last night uh thompson so this is this is now the third most goals in the nhl he's on pace for 66 goals over 120 points he really is having a star season so far in 26 games played he has 21 goals and 19 assists For 40 points. 40 points. It's unreal. And he's going to make the all-star game. He's, I think, going to be in the Rocket Richard race. And I don't think that's crazy. He is third right now in the NHL in goals. Only Connor McDavid and Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars have more. Thompson's odds overnight went from plus 2,500 to win the scoring title to plus 900 to win the scoring title. So. Everyone is starting to recognize the talent. Everyone's starting to recognize the stardom. And maybe the ceiling is unlimited here because he has every possible skill you need when it comes to scoring goals and creating offense. He's got the hands. There were some stats to back this up uh, last night that Sportsnet Sportsnet put out. Uh, This year in the NHL, Tage Thompson has 83 successful one-on-one dekes in the offensive zone. That is fifth in the NHL. That is the fifth most successful one-on-one dekes in the NHL. He's got the shot. There's a 100-mile-per-hour slap shot goal one-timer once again last night by Tage Thompson that you could just watch on repeat over and over and over. That is now 14 100-mile-per-hour shots in the NHL this season, and Thompson has five of them. He has do some quick math here. He has over a third of the 100 mile per hour shots in the NHL this season. We're trying to figure out this morning on WGR. Is there a good comparison in sports for Thompson? Someone that was just a complete afterthought when his career began. And no one wrote, everyone wrote him off. Nobody thought he was good at all. And not just nobody thought he wasn't good at all. He wasn't good at all. Who's that person in sports who then becomes a superstar? It just doesn't happen. And we had some good com- comparisons. I like the Kurt Warner one. Someone compared him to Kurt Warner. Of course, he was bagging groceries before winning the Super Bowl with the uh, with the loss of, with the well St. Louis Rams at the time. I think I've got one that I like. I've got an athlete comparison for Tate Thompson that I like. Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak uh, of the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA. He started very slow in the NBA. He came in. He was a first-round pick, kind of like Thompson, not like right at the top, not first overall. Uh, Giannis was 15th overall. Thompson, I believe, was 24th. But Giannis enters the league as a 19-year-old with Milwaukee. And – it takes him three years to really become anything. Six points a game in his rookie season was all. And then 12 points a game in his second season. And then 16 points a game in his third year. So maybe there's a little bit of a more incremental rise uh, for Giannis than Thompson, who was just he's bad. And then, boom, he's great. And then, finally, in his fourth season, Giannis becomes an all-star. Averages over 20 points a game and he's often running. He's a superstar in the league. He wins a championship and he's got all the physical traits too to go with it. And I think that's the best comparison for Thompson, you know, starts slow three years in the league doesn't do much. And then boom, he's a superstar going to make all-star games, going to win awards. He's third in the NHL in scoring the championship part is a long way away from happening. So that element is still missing, but the rest of it kind of works. So maybe Giannis for a comparison, but it's hard because, this doesn't happen really in sports at all where a player is arguably, and you could statistically say this, you look at some advanced metrics like wins above replacement uh, at J fresh hockey, the, that Thompson was in the one percentile in his first three seasons for the, for uh, the Sabres. And in the last two years, he's in the 89th percentile. He was arguably the worst player in the NHL for a three year period. And now you can't argue he's the best player in the NHL, but you can argue he's in the top 10%. So that is an incredible story. And last night was history on like seven different fronts with all the records uh, that he broke tied for most goals in the game for the Sabres, four goals in a period, most uh, in tied for the most in the NHL ever five points in a period is a Sabre record. Second fastest to four goals to start a game in NHL history, third Sabre to have multiple six point games for a career, let alone in one single season. Just so many statistical, uh, just amazing things that happened for Thompson uh, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I do believe he can win the Rocket Richard. I really do. Plus 900 to win that uh, scoring title. Thompson. All right. We'll take a timeout. Uh, we will come back. And I want to talk about some other things from the game. We had a lot of other goal scorers. Um, and we've got some more stats to go through. A big win for the Sabres. We'll look at there. There's a stat out there about the Sabres right now. Um, they're number one in the NHL in a thing this year. And it's not like I'm not going too deep on this one. I'm not going for, you know, backhand scoring chances from the face-off circle uh, at four at five on five. It, it's not that it's a pretty obvious thing that you, you find all the time that they're number one in the league. And if you haven't seen it, uh, that's coming up and a uh, look at the standings and we'll, Yeah, I got more on an opportunity the Sabres have in the standings coming up here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. That uh, Tage Thompson, uh, Rock and Richard odds that I got, I got that at betonline.net. I've got some Dahleen odds coming your way in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Betonline.net. All the odds. Your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Always the fastest easiest way to get your betting fixed if you're looking for something on the Thursday night football matchup uh, against the uh, LA Rams and the Las Vegas Raiders you can find that at bet online if you're looking for World Cup odds Lionel Messi's odds to win the Golden Boot at the World Cup or Argentina's to win it all or England's to win it all you can find any of it at bet online. so check it out betonline.net uh, your fastest and easiest way uh, to get your betting fixed bet online where the game starts. Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabers podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Uh, Check us out on our YouTube channel. The Buffalo Sabers nine to four over the Columbus Blue Jackets. They were up six to nothing after the first period. One of the most impressive performances by the Sabers ever. And then they were on cruise control from there. So you know, if you looked at this, was the source of that stupid, stupid Twitter uh, thing that happened. Uh, From on Sabres Twitter on Wednesday night, Uh, the Sabres actually were lower in terms of expected goals for, but very clearly you can see the reason for that. They were on cruise control. They just didn't want players to get injured. They weren't diving to block shots. You know, they were playing just not to get caught up to in the second and the third period. And was anyone just a little bit nervous after Gustav Nyquist scored uh, for the Blue Jackets in the second period? They made it six to two. The Blue Jackets had just scored two goals in a minute and five seconds or 15 seconds. I was uh, just a little bit concerned, just a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie, but uh, I thought everyone thought they were completely fine. And then Thompson scored his fifth goal of the night that really put it away. And then Peyton Krebs scored, and then Alex Tuck scored. So we had a 9-2 result for the Sabres. They do not score in the third period, but that's okay. Uh, Goals on the game. We had Peyton Krebs uh, score an unassisted goal. Alex Tuck, uh, assisted by Jeff Skinner and Jacob Bryson. uh, Earlier in the game, Dylan Cousins on the power play that got the scoring going from Rasmus Dahlin and Tage Thompson. And then Rasmus Dahlin scores a goal from Dylan Cousins and Jack Quinn. Um, so a lot. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game, boom, cash back. New lucky jersey, boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With discover cash back debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W. But you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. T-break number two. Uh, A lot of big Statistical performances on the night. Thompson, five goals and assists. Alex Tuck, one goal and three assists. Jeff Skinner with four assists. Dylan Cousins, another three-point night for him. Uh, one goal and two assists. Peyton Krebs scores a goal in this game. Jack Quinn gets an assist. Jacob Bryson, two assists. Rasmus Dalin, a goal and two assists. Dahlin, by the way, now, we'll start with him here. Dahlin is now up two on the season. Nine goals and 23 assists for 32 points in 25 games, playing just under 26 minutes a night. And that goal he scores in the first period. That is a sweet goal. That is Dahlin coming down the middle, jumping up into the slot, which we've seen he's more willing to do when he's got Matias Samuelson back there. And Dahlin is able to put the puck in the back of the net with a big, big shot under the arm of the goaltender. and. He had that little toe dragged in the middle to change the angle that helped him out along the way. Updated odds on Rasmus Dahlin to win the Norris Trophy after Wednesday night. Rasmus Dahlin is now second in the Norris Trophy odds at plus five fifty. Only Kale McCarr outranks him when it comes to Norris Trophy odds. Kale McCarr at plus two hundred. Rasmus Dahlin. At plus 550, Eric Carlson right behind Dalene at plus 650. I have thought for a little bit now that the only way Daleen is going to win the Norris is if the Sabres make the playoffs. And I'd, I'd want to do a deep dive on this. And uh, I'll, maybe I'll have this for you on my next show, or I'll, I'll try to post it on Twitter a little bit later on. Because I, I don't know the answer to this, I'll have to do some research for it. Has anyone ever won the Norris trophy without making the playoffs? I know it's an individual award, but voters so often think about the team success along with what the player performance means. So I don't know if Dalene can win it without the Sabers making the playoffs. Um, but if he's just overwhelmingly the best, I guess he could. But it's gonna be tough to be it's gonna be tough to look overwhelmingly the best when Kale McCarr uh, is in the NHL. But the Avalanche is struggling a little bit as well. So, anyways, that's where we're at with Dalene right now. He really is in the Norris caliber conversation. they got two guys the Sabres do in trophy conversation. Darlene for the Norris and Thompson for the Rocket. Richard. Some other uh, fun things to look at number-wise after the Sabres beat the Blue Jackets by a 9-4 to four score. Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner. I got some stats for you on Jeff Skinner. His career high in assists is 32. His career high in points is 63. He adds four more assists against the Blue Jackets. No goals, but four assists. That brings his total to 19 on the season. He's already only 13 assists away from his career high. So 32 is the career high in assists, 63 is the career high in points. And right now, Jeff Skinner is on pace this season for 60 assists and 98 points, smashing both of his career highs in those categories. And a lot of the credit goes to Skinner on this for being able to adapt his game in the offensive zone for his entire career from the moment he showed up as a teenager for the Carolina Hurricanes to last year. He has always been the finisher. He has always been the goal scorer. And this year he's becoming a little bit more of the playmaker because he's got one elite goal scorer on his line in Tage Thompson. He's got another great goal scorer on his line in Alex Tuck. So he has two guys on his line that could put the puck in the back of the net, and he is still scoring as well. He's not pace for 38 goals himself, but he's really, really improved his passing game. Um, And maybe this is just a matter where he never really was asked to serve in that role, and now he's being asked to a little bit more. And on Wednesday night against the Blue Jackets, couple of assists a lot of nice ones one of them that was perfect was thompson's uh uh, 100 mile per hour slap shot it's on the power play five on four and skinner's got the puck at the top right key and he's winding up for an open slap shot and he's got a man in front he's got every reason in the world to take that shot jeff skinner is a guy who has scored 30 goals in this league multiple times he has scored 40 goals in this league he's got a bunch already this season. He is one of the most proven goal scorers in hockey in the last decade. And he's got an open lane. He's got a slap shot that's uncontested. And he's got a man in front. He's got every reason in the world to take that shot. And he doesn't. He fakes the shot, which draws the goalie in just a little bit. And he slides it across ice perfect pass the perfect amount of velocity to where the pass is hard enough to where it can't get picked off but it's not so fast that the recipient can't blast off it's right in the wheelhouse for tage thompson as well in terms of accuracy it's right between the feet right where thompson can hit it with his follow-through at the perfect spot and it is the perfect pass and that is skinner choosing to pass because he knows thompson is over there despite the fact that he also is a great finisher himself that is a different type of mindset that is a change of thinking in a player and a willingness to adapt. And I think Jeff Skinner deserves a ton of credit, and it's showing up right now in the stats. The fact that he he is on pace for almost as many assists as what his career high in points is. Think about that. He's on pace for 60 assists. His career high in points is 63. Truly incredible. Great job by Jeff Skinner. One other player that I want to give a big shout-out to after that game, and I just mentioned him, he had a goal and two assists, Dylan Cousins continues to play great and cousins by the way that power play scores three goals on the night three for five on the power play I will take a small victory lap on Dylan Cousins for one thing I won't take a complete one I did also jinx him remember because last week or maybe it's two weeks ago now I said Cousins can't score uh and he scored like 10 goals since then so I jinxed him on that front but one thing I said earlier in the year that I wanted to see done with Cousins was to put him on the top power play unit. The top power play unit for the Sabres was struggling early on. And that's when Casey Middlestadt was playing on the right flank. And part of my problem with that unit with Middlestat on it was there was no great entry, man. There's no one that is good at getting you set up in the offensive zone. Dahlien actually is the best one there, but he's the front man. He's the guy that takes out of his own end. He wheels around, gives it to someone with a head of steam. So, If Dahlien's not doing it, there was no one else on that line that's that good. Tuck is pretty good at it. Thompson is pretty good at it. Cousins is the best on the team at it. He is the best zone entry man on the team. And it's no coincidence that he steps onto that unit and they suddenly start producing uh, over the last three weeks. And. That was representative last night. It's easier to get into the zone when Cousins is out there. Everything is more fluid when Cousins is out there. He has a greater hockey IQ than Middlestat on where to roll to uh, when guys are switching. Um, he is a better passer. He's a, It's just everything's smoother when Dylan Cousins is on the power play. So uh, he really has transformed that unit, and he now is above a point a game for the season. 10 goals and 17 assists, 27 points in 26 Games played for Dylan Cousins. One more quick timeout here, and when we come back, we'll look at the Sabers' place in the standings. And there's one thing the Sabers are number one in the NHL. in now I'll give you that when we come back here in the Locked On Sabers podcast with Joe DiBiase. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Locked on Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase, 9 4 over the Columbus Blue Jackets. An incredible performance by Tage Thompson and uh, supporting cast, of course. The Sabres, now after the win, 12 13 and 1 in 26 games played, 25 points in 26. That is still seventh in the Atlantic division. They did jump over Philadelphia on Wednesday night in the conference. And now the Sabres are. Six points out of a playoff spot behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are seven points behind the New York Islanders. They are six points uh, six points behind the Detroit Red Wings. And they are seven points behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, their next opponent. The Sabres now have a plus nine goal differential. Plus nine goal differential. Playoffs is not based on goal differential. Stinks, because if it was, the Sabres would be in a playoff spot. Uh, that's how good their goal differential. They're actually sixth in the or seventh in the Eastern Conference uh, in goal differential with a plus nine. Actually, no, they are sixth because they're above Carolina, actually, which I did not realize. The Sabres also, now after nine goals against Columbus with 105, have the most goals in the National Hockey League. It's kind of amazing. I don't know what's better. Is it more impressive The Sabres lead the NHL in goals or is it more sad that the Sabres lead the NHL in goals and are in seventh place in their own division? Uh, I don't know which one is, uh, is, is more true, but first in the NHL in goals is a great accomplishment for a team that has taken Giant steps offensively, even from last year when they were a pretty good goal scoring team themselves this year, it's just, it's on a whole nother level. It's incredible. Here comes the opportunity for the Sabres Friday and Saturday against the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Penguins with 32 points, seven points back. They've won eight of their last 10, three in a row. It's a tough opponent. It's a tough challenge for the Sabres, but if the Sabres are able to win both games, somehow in regulation, somehow would probably be scoring a lot of goals. They would only be three points back of the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Sabres got to put a win streak together here. And getting to 29 points by Sunday is huge, in my opinion, because it will put the Sabres right back in the mix, at least compared to Pittsburgh. And likely between Detroit, Tampa, and the Islanders, who are all right there and below Pittsburgh in the standings, those teams... One of them is going to be bound to be sitting where they are too. So I think the standings could look a whole lot different, but there's got to be a win streak here. I think the Sabres have to win both of those games. It'll be very deflating for me if they don't win even one of them or both of them especially. So it's big games coming up. Friday night against the Penguins, probably going to be Craig Anderson between the pipes. We'll come back. We'll talk to you tomorrow here in the Locked On Sabers podcast. Thanks everybody for listening, uh, and uh, it was a fun one against the Blue Jackets. So hopefully we get another one here in the Locked On Sabers podcast. Six minutes. your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Locked On Sports today, daily recaps, the take of the day, instant reactions, everything you need from the world of sports. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.